What's up, y'all, and welcome to The Huddle. Now, I'm so glad that you guys could join us today as we talk about the NFL playoffs and wild card round weekend. And, uh, man, how exciting is it to have the playoffs back? And, you know, I can't wait to, to see how everything shakes out this year. There's a lot of good teams, lots of interesting takes and you know so much possibility this year and it's so exciting the fans are all back in the stadiums last year it was kind of weird if you went on a road game like tampa did uh you didn't have to deal with you know the packers noise and the saints because uh, there's nobody really in the stands so um this year it'll be a lot different those home those home games are really meaningful this year and um, you know, uh, I bet a lot of you guys are probably wondering, you know, why it's me talking right now instead of Travis. Usually Travis does the intro and he's usually the guy talking right now. Well, Travis is taking this week off to, you know, spend some time with some family and, uh, we definitely miss him. Uh, we will have him back shortly for sure. Uh, but today we do have a very special guest, uh, that's going to be joining us later in the podcast. Uh, I won't tell you who it is now, but, you know, super excited to have him with us as he talks about uh, his favorite team and you know his, the chances of his favorite team winning and stuff and uh you'll you'll certainly hear from him shortly um but first you know let's let's just hop right into the uh, first wild card weekend game which is the uh las vegas raiders versus the cincinnati Bengals. and uh for the raiders you know let's start with them uh they're coming off a pretty crazy game uh against the chargers the Chargers traveled to Las Vegas last week uh, in week first ever week 18 uh, season or uh, week that they've ever had in an NFL season. So an extra game this year, as uh, probably most of you know. And well, the Chargers and Raiders, well, they had the Sunday night game because it was a very important game. Whoever wins that game was going to the playoffs. And um, well, as we will be discussing later, the a uh, lot of ha- a lot of ha- a lot happened for the uh, Steelers to get in, and well, the Steelers just needed one of these teams to win, the Chargers or the Raiders. And well, uh, I stayed up and watched the entire game because it was crazy. And I actually went into overtime, which as a Steelers fan was probably very nerve wracking. And uh, I think the Chargers went down, or the Raiders went down, kicked the field goal. Chargers went down, tied it with a field goal. And then the Raiders were coming back. It looked like maybe they would both just take the tie and both the Raiders and the Chargers would make the playoffs. But uh, some questionable timeout calling by the Chargers coach. They were not tackling the running back. Uh, was able to get the Raiders into field goal position, kick the game-winning field goal. So the Raiders and the Steelers, which we'll talk about later, both made it. So the Raiders find themselves here against Cincinnati, who is a team that – uh, is playing uh, really hot in my opinion. You know, they're they're coming off of a game where uh, last week where uh, their starters were benched, so they're going to be extremely healthy, extremely fresh coming into this game. Uh, whereas the Raiders just played an overtime game, like I just stated. So uh, maybe that might be a factor. But anyway, Cincinnati is a, a very hot team right now. Jamar Chase two weeks ago uh, had the game of his life. Uh, T. Higgins has been playing very well. Joe Mixon, all season long, one of his best seasons uh, as a Bengal. And so this Cincinnati team is a tough team right now. Uh, the only thing I think that kind of worries me about the, the Bengals uh, in this game is that uh, I don't know if there's anybody on that team that's got any playoff experience. They're very inexperienced. Um, and I know like sometimes that can be important because there's probably going to be a lot of butterflies and emotions coming into this game for Cincinnati and um, you know you just hope that you can fight through that and uh, Cincinnati is a better team 
and they should win this. Uh, for the Raiders, it's been an up-and-down year for you guys. Obviously, your coach gets fired. Lots of question marks about what happened there, drama there. Henry Ruggs, your uh, number one receiver going into the year, he gets arrested. He's off the team. So a lot of up-and-downs. Very impressive that they're in the playoffs regardless, but um, I just don't love their defense. I think Derek Carr, he's... He can make plays. I do like Derek Carr, but uh, I just think Cincinnati overall is just a better team. They should win this. I think they will win this. So it could be a good game, but that's our first game up. That is Saturday. So when you guys are hearing this, uh, make sure you guys tune in for this game. It should be happening that afternoon. So definitely going to want to watch that. And then definitely going to want to watch the next game, which is Saturday night where the Patriots go into Buffalo to face the Bills. And man, these two teams, they are very familiar with each other. It's a divisional playoff uh, game where these two teams, they face each other a lot. Belichick uh, knows the Bills very well. Sean McDermott's been in Buffalo for a couple of years now. He knows the Patriots very well. Obviously, some new faces and stuff. Obviously, no Tom Brady. Mac Jones, the rookie, is uh, playing quarterback for the Patriots now. Uh, but this year they split the series. Uh, 1-1, the Bills did go on to win the AFC East this year, so that's why they get the, the home game in this. And uh, unlike the last time they went to Buffalo, where if you remember, it was nasty. The winds were shaking the goalposts. One of them like fell over. It was a mess. Uh, the Patriots only threw the ball three times that game, if you remember, but they did end up winning that game. Uh, the Patriots did by just pounding the ball down the Bills' throat. And it was uh, honestly just a dominating win for the Patriots, just a Patriot kind of win. Uh, you know, that's just how the Patriots will win a game. They don't care if they throw the ball three times, if they only run the ball three times. It don't matter. They're just going to try to win the game. So um, I think it, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be close. I think the Patriots aren't just – the Patriots definitely not going to just roll over and let the Bills – have this one uh the weather conditions uh seem to be definitely going to be cold but uh should you know just a cold afternoon nothing too crazy um so uh, it's tough i want to go patriots i'm still a little bit of a patriots fan even though tom left i i definitely root for tom but uh obviously tom was there for all those years um uh, so i still have a, a soft spot in my heart for the patriots i would like to see them win but i, I don't think you can go against Buffalo in this game. I mean, they were the team that I picked to be in the Super Bowl this year. So I think I got to go with Buffalo here. Um, I, I like Josh Allen a lot. I think the only way the Patriots stand a shot is to stop Josh Allen and not only throwing it, but you got to stop him. He's a threat on the ground. He runs the ball a lot. Um, so I think, you know, if the Patriots can handle Josh Allen, which he's going to make some plays, but you know, relatively handle him, uh, that they'll have a shot. And Mac Jones is just going to have to play uh, clean football, you know, where there's no um, penalty, you know, no penalties. He can't throw interceptions, got to protect the ball. Listen, if, he, if it's not there, Mac Jones, don't force it. So um, I like Buffalo again. Like I said, I think Buffalo should win this. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited for this game. I'm definitely going to watch the entire thing. Um, so good luck to both of those teams. Um, but moving on to Sunday. So Sunday, those were your two Saturday games. Now we got three games for Saturday. The first one at one o'clock is the Eagles 
versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And yes, I am also, I know everyone knows I was season ticket holder. Well, I got some discounts. I will be going to this game. I'm very excited. Uh, although, if you live in Tampa or anywhere near here, you know that the weather is going to be kind of weird, kind of funky come uh, Sunday around this time. It, it's going to drop off kind of cooler weather. Uh, it's supposed to have high winds. It's supposed to be raining. So might be a really yucky game for both teams. And certainly it wouldn't be Tom Brady's first time to play in a yucky game as he's played in snow, rain, you name it. He's been in it. So um, I, I think that's an advantage. I also think it's an advantage for the Buccaneers that they have just Tom Brady in general. The guy is, uh, he turns it on another level when it comes to playoff time and knows how to get everybody around him prepared. You know, I've been listening to interviews and everything all week about Tom Brady. And, um, you know, just everybody says his preparation is just unbelievable. I mean, he's having meetings after meetings, taking guys. He's on the practice field two hours after practice is over, working with new guys. And speaking of working with new guys, that's because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are completely injured. Thankfully, they're going to get some... Uh, uh, those injured players back, like Leonard Fournette should be back. Levante David should be back. Um, uh, I don't even know who else. Giovanni Bernard, if you count him, uh, he should be back. Uh, you know, obviously, I think their weakest point right now is wide receiver. You know, Mike Evans, obviously, he'll be out there. But after that, Cyril Grayson, a guy that kind of came on, as you know, he caught the game winning touchdown against the Jets. He's Come on, but he hurt his hamstring against the Panthers. So he's been ruled as doubtful for this game. So if he can't go, then you're looking at Tyler Johnson, Brashad Perriman, Scotty Miller, a lot of guys that, yeah, they're, I, I like them and they definitely got talent, but they are no, they're not Chris Godwin. They're not Antonio Brown. Soro Grayson, who looked like he had a lot of chemistry with Brady. So Brady's going to have to find a way to win this game. And I, I don't think it's going to be putting up a lot of points because. It's going to be tough. He's thrown to a lot of people that he's new with, but you never know. We'll see. Uh, obviously, he's still got Gronk, who uh, is playing at a high level right now. I can I can see him still playing at a high level against, uh, excuse me, the Eagles. Excuse me, come uh, this playoff game. So, um, you know, I like Tampa here. I think um, if you're Tampa, you know, the Eagles come in. Jalen Hurts is having a, a pretty nice year. Uh, this year, honestly, um, he's doing a lot of it on with his legs, running around. Uh, I think throwing has been quite uh, inconsistent this year with him, and certainly something that if I'm the Bucks, uh, who at the beginning of the year had the number one defense, but has really struggled in the run. Um, but uh, th- this week they will be getting Shaq Barrick back, the Bucks, and Jason Pierre-Paul, who should help on their pass rush and the ground game um, if Levante David does play. Uh, their run game should be much better, which they're going to need because that is the sole focus on the Eagles in this whole season is running the ball with um, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, Kenneth Gainwell, Jalen Hurts, you name it. All these guys can run the ball and run the ball effectively, and that is the identity of the Philadelphia Eagles. So if the Bucks want to win, they've got to stop that. They've got to force Jalen Hurts to throw the ball the entire game and then if the Bucks are up, I think they got to come out, got to get up early, the Bucks, so they can't run the ball because the time is a factor. The Bucks should control this game at that point. But who knows? Any given Sunday, right? Everybody's you know washing this off as an easy game. Should the Bucks should easily win this? 
people don't realize that the Bucks are really injured right now, and it you know it's been a crazy year in the NFL. Lots of teams get upset, um, so anything could happen. Yucky game. We'll see who can play a cleaner game. Can the Bucks control the clock? Can the Bucks get out early? I like the Bucks here. I think the Bucks win. I hope they win so I can go to the game next week. That will also be in Tampa if the Bucks do win. Uh, so definitely going to be excited for that. Not excited for the weather. Excited for the game. Should be a lot of fun. So this next game is a uh, very exciting game. Uh, not only because of the history that both of these teams have against each other, dating back to like when Aikman and Steve Young played each other, but we all we have a very special guest of mine, and uh, that is Mr. Kevin. Uh, he, he's my cousin, but most importantly. He is a huge Dallas Cowboys fan, and uh, if you don't know already, the Dallas Cowboys are facing the 49ers this Sunday, which uh, should be a very, very good game. Uh, so, Kevin, welcome, and uh, just quickly tell me about uh, how you're feeling going into this game. You know, I know uh, Dallas, this is their first game since 20, or playoff game since 2018, so I know it's got to be pretty exciting to be back in the playoffs, so uh, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, yeah, big Cowboys fan. Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's a love-hate relationship, you know. It's a very unhealthy relationship. Uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, nothing about the relationship is uh, healthy. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. You have to be excited, right? I mean, right. you know, either as a fan of whatever sports team you're following, like if you're not excited about being in the tournament, then – I guess right. So no matter what the outcome has been over the last twenty five years of, of playoff games for the Cowboys, like you still get excited. So um, yeah, the Niners are. Uh, you know, it's funny the the media hasn't hyped up the Niners being great up until just now. You know, it's like right. oh, it's like okay. So I guess the local Dallas media has now realized okay, let's actually strike some fear into the hearts of uh, Cowboys Nation, if you if you will that the Niners are actually uh, one of the best teams in the league. It's like, okay, where's, where's this been? Like, why, you know, how are they now like the best team in the league? And so I, don't, I think it's just getting the, getting the players, the Cowboys players, just to kind of let them know and realize like how important this game is. So, but uh, yeah, it should be a challenge. You know, it's uh, the defense is for both teams is going to be, I think the strong point, you know, um, you know, you got, you got their quarterback over there that, you know, when he's, you know, he's, I guess, you know, he's suspect, you know, but Dak of, of late has been hit and miss too. So we'll see. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Dak, that leads me to my next question. So when I uh, was at the opener this year, it was the Cowboys versus Tampa. Um, and I was at the game and I know there was a lot of questions about Dak as he uh, had that, pretty gruesome ankle injury the year before and he was going into that game against uh the team that just won the super bowl and a lot of people are like you know we'll we'll see how how he feels well you know can he plant can he run can he move well you know is he going to be uh shouldering that ankle still is he going to be nervous to use it uh well we found out that it wasn't bothering him because he played lights out in that game and really uh played well until he kind of re-injured it again middle of the season and I think it was the Thanksgiving game against the Raiders where I really started to to see Dak kind of struggle to throw the ball a little bit and 
sure they just blow blew out the uh, I think the Eagles and they blew out the the uh, Washington football team. But um, you know, I want your thoughts on Dak going into this, as it's as he can be a little bit up and down in my opinion. And you know, and uh, just I know you were talking about his inconsistency. So how are you feeling about Dak going into this? Yeah, I mean, you know, you want to have faith in the guy. You want to – he's – it's almost impossible not to like him. You know, his mentality, his – you know, the the last year and a half of his life, losing a brother, losing his grandmother, you know, just, you know, his losing his mom back when he was in college. He's had a rough life, and, and you can't help but root for a guy that, that uh, has overcome a lot and that doesn't – uh, doesn't back down from a challenge. So, um, you know, I think the ankle was was a huge concern, obviously. But, yeah, that camp game, I mean, he, he showed that game in the next six games. Like, yeah, he's back. This is normal Dak. He's good to go. He was, you know, getting out of the pocket. He was running. Uh, he was doing things that scared the crap out of me, you know. But, uh, you know, I didn't want him to hurt. But he looked good. And so, but then, yeah, after that last – game-winning throw against the Patriots, you know, when he strained the calf, I'm not sure if it was, you know, just the fear of him re-injuring his ankle moving forward into into the next, you know, part of the season, what is, you know, which made him, you know, maybe that's what made him kind of back off of wanting to get out of the pocket, back off of wanting to tuck the ball and run, um, you know, but then also you got to think, is it a shoulder, you know, because, you know, he hurt his shoulder a little bit and, in a training camp. And so you wonder, okay, was, was his shoulder been bothering, you know? So, you know, I think Dak, Dak's biggest flaw, if you want to call it, is him getting inside his own head. Yeah. Um, you know, cause you call it garbage time stats, you know, last season, uh, the first five games and the end of the 2019 season, he was breaking records. Right. So, he can throw the ball. He can read defenses. That's not the issue. I think it's just him getting out of his own mind and getting out of his own head as to, you know, realizing that, hey, I can still play ball the exact same way I used to and without having the fear of, of my ankle, you know, hurting or doing something worse. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree. I love Dak. Like you said, I think he's a very likable guy. And, uh, you know, I think that this Cowboys team isn't anywhere without him. So I think that says a lot about Dak. And, um, you know, speaking of love-hate relationship, I have a love-hate relationship with this next guy, Ezekiel Elliott, because he's on my fantasy team. And yeah. uh, he's very just a tough guy to, uh, to, to root for on your fantasy team because uh, I think he got me four points the last week. Uh, not <laughs> silly, but I think against uh, Arizona, he just – but, but he's been really struggling, and, and yeah. uh, I remember when I first got him, I think I drafted him his rookie year, and, I mean, he was the best back in the league that year, and he was running through everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people say it's the offensive line. It's, But sometimes I watch him, and I, I swear he just runs right into the guy, and I'm just like, thank you, Z. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, he's, he's uh, Dak's counterpart and really is – I think a key uh, piece to this offense uh, excelling because, you know, you don't want to put everything on Dak. So uh, just give me your thoughts on how you think Zeke has performed this year. And, and um, you know, do you think it's him? Is it the offensive line? Is it the play calling? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, Zeke, you know, he's not the same player he used to be. Now he had the first, again, 
just like Dak, the first six games of the season, it looked like, you know, 2016 Zeke, you know. He was, right. you know, getting in and out of the hole. He was making people miss. He did some 15, 20-yard, 25-yard runs, which he hasn't done in three years, you know. So, like, he looked good. Um, and then, you know, apparently he's been suffering from a, uh, a knee contusion over the last, you know, eight weeks, nine weeks. So, um, you know, his, you know, right now, Zeke is not the same back he used to be. Um, no matter how bad we want him to be, his biggest asset is blocking. Like, he right. will stand up and take on a, a defensive end or a, 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 a linebacker coming to the middle better than anybody. So, unfortunately, that's his biggest asset, that and just a three-yard hard-hitting run. Because, yeah, he, he can't make people miss. He can't run for 30, 40-plus yards. You know, that's that's what Pollard's there for, honestly. And they they should start Pollard and feed Zeke when it's necessary. And I think the only time necessary to feed him is when they need two yards or they need him to block. So, yep. I love him. Love him to death. But, you know, he – you got to put him where he needs to be. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, when, when he used to play back, like you said, his rookie year, he was hurt, hurtling people, and that's just, like you said, <laughs> that's, just not, that's just not the same guy anymore, unfortunately. No. But, um, yeah, if, if we if you can use him for what he's good at, like you said, Pollard has been really nice, and if the Cowboys aren't careful, some team's going to snatch Pollard, in my opinion. And, oh, yeah, as, for sure. as an everyday kind of guy because he's, he's got that potential. But – um, going from offense to defense here, that was the biggest – defense was the biggest concern for me for Dallas this year. And um, as that was – they were atrocious last year on defense. And, and this year uh, they have potentially – and gets my vote as defensive player of the year uh, in tra- uh, Trevon Diggs. Uh, and, you know, he's killing out. I don't – I lost how many interceptions he's got, but he's got a lot. And uh, obviously they were – Dallas was trying to get another corner uh, in the draft and instead got a guy named Michael Parsons, which turned out to be a pretty solid pick. Uh, I'd say so myself as he's made an impact and really um, has uh, been the the leader for that defense. So uh, Kevin, you know, um, what, like I said, when, it, when you look at this defense, it, it's much improved and it, it's really not, uh, you probably aren't as concerned as you were maybe at the beginning of the year. Um, so, you know, can they, uh, do you think, uh, are you worried about the defense? Can they, uh, take, you know, can they take you on this run that you need to do to get to the Super Bowl? Can you rely on them or are you just like, man, we got to rely on Dak and this offense to put up 40 every game, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, it's a fair question. I think that, yeah, the defense was, I mean, last year was, it was miserable to watch the defense. You just knew that anytime the defense is on the field, there's going to be three points or, you know, six points made every single time, no matter who, what team you're playing. So this year, like I have, I have no doubt that the defense is going to show up in each and every game, no matter who they're playing. That's not my concern at all. Like, I think that uh, with Parsons there in the middle or down on the line playing defensive end, and then Gregory and Lawrence on the side, you get, you know, Gallimore playing nose tackle, like, and then Diggs catching 11 interceptions this year. Like, I have no doubt that this defense will, will, um, you know, come through no matter who they're playing. So that's – I mean, it's fun watching them. It's fun watching defense playing 
defense in high school, like you get to see how, you know, how it's supposed to be done, you know, at a, at an elite level. So, you know, whenever uh, Dan Quinn came in and, did, you know, he just, he revamped the entire defense, you know, so um, he, he's done a great job as their DC and, and coming in just kind of, uh, I mean, just setting the tone. Right. So, yeah, the defense, you know, even if the offense can't, we've seen it, right? We saw it with a couple of the games this season with, um, you know, they played uh, the Saints and a couple of other teams that were, that's how they won the game was their defense. Offense didn't show up. So, yeah, yeah, this might, that might be what this, this weekend will look like. You know, if Dak can't get on a rhythm, they can't, you know, the Cowboys offense is only as good as how fast their tempo is. When – the Dallas touches the ball, the offense touches the ball. It needs to be extremely fast tempo from the very get-go or else they're not getting nothing started. That's how they operate. Yeah. So. No, I, I agree. I think um, you probably remember they played Washington this year in Washington, and Micah Parsons, I think, crushed Taylor Heineke. And yeah. I think – I don't remember if it was Lawrence or Taco or somebody else that ran it all the way back, but – you know, I, was, I said, man, this guy is—he's special because I the cow he kind of he kind of made everyone forget about Jalen Smith, made the guy get cut, and uh, you know, now he's on the Giants, and yeah. uh, so it, you know, it was cra- if Jalen Smith was still playing at a high level, I mean, that that would have been scary, you know, him right. and Parsons, but um, yeah, the defense has, has definitely been a, a, a surprising good shock this year for Dal uh, for Dallas, and. Um, there's a big reason why they have won, like you said, some games. So r- real quick, um, before we start wrapping this game up, I just want to say all my fans or uh, all the listeners know on this podcast that I have season tickets to the Bucks, And mm-hmm. I say that, you know, and I make that, you know, every game I'm like, I'm going, you know, and they're probably tired of listening. But I know you went to a Dallas game this year. Yeah. And I was trying to think really hard. Uh, without going on your Facebook and looking, uh, I think it was the Atlanta game. Is that correct? It was either that or Denver. I didn't remember. Yeah, you're right. It was the okay. game after the Denver game. So, yeah, it was the Atlanta game. Yeah, so, so. just uh, how was that? I, I know uh, I think your your wife took you maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. How, well, well, how was that? And uh, I, think they, I think they blew them out, right? <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was like oh God, 40, yeah, like 44 to 10, you know, something crazy like that. And, you know, it was a birthday gift from my wife. And so, um, you know, I was nervous about going to the game because the game before they got blew out by Denver. So I was like, crap, all right, what am I walking into right now? You know, but at that time, you know, they were what six and two because before the Denver game, they were six and one, you know, the only loss was the first game against Tampa. So, um, you know, so yeah, I was, I mean, the atmosphere there is awesome. It's such a big stadium that, you you know, it's hard to get a lot of crowd noise. It just is because it's so big and Dallas is such a, you know, quote unquote, I guess, friendly market when you have, you know, opposing teams come in, like we're not going to, you know, try and boo you and and throw beer bottles at you. Like you would find it like, um, you know, playing the Eagles or someone like that, you know, the Dallas fans aren't, they're not going to harass the opposing team's fans. So we have always have uh, a stadium. It's like half and half. So, um, but yeah, it was fun. It's it's blast. You know, I love going to those games. You know, it's good to see. I mean, that that screen is what sixty yards long. So oh, when yeah. when you uh, when you're there, it's so hard not to watch the screen the entire time instead of the field in front of you. So yeah, it's a blast. I would love to go to, to I'd love to go to this weekend's game. But you know, money. 
Yeah, <laughs> I could only imagine what those are going for. Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, when I went to the Bucks Cowboys opener, uh, I was thoroughly shocked by how many Dallas Cowboy fans there were mm-hmm. in the stadium and. It sounded like uh, I think CeeDee Lamb caught a long pass that game to get you know, in field goal position. And I, I still remember how loud it was. And I thought, man, like that, kind of <laughs> embarrassing. Like, there's a lot of Cowboys fans there. And there, and you guys don't throw stuff, but you guys are definitely – I met some Cowboy fans like yourself that are very passionate about Dallas. And, yeah. um, you know, I bet it's, it's, it's exciting. But you guys have to go up against uh, a 49ers team that back in the day when Troy Aikman and – Steve Young and Jerry Rice and Michael Irvin, they played each other a lot. And they were honestly two of the best teams back in the day that uh, were always going for the Super Bowl. Um, and But now it, it's been different, obviously. Um, and But like you said, uh, let's talk about the Niners just real quick here, you know, and get your kind of your concerns and stuff and uh, about facing the Niners. Like you said, I know you kind of mentioned it earlier. Uh, Jimmy Grapple kind of been up and down. They – uh, he got hurt. They started Trey Lance the other week against Houston. and But Jimmy G's really been their guy this year. And uh, he's been kind of inconsistent. But I think where the Niners have find their identity is in the run game with Elijah Mitchell, who uh, came in uh, because Raheem Mostert was out this year and has been played really nice. And then Debo Samuel, kind of a dual guy there that they love to use running, throwing, catching. You know, uh, doesn't matter. Debo will do it. So um, I know you kind of – hit on it earlier about the Niners but you know what what concerns you the most about playing them and where you could see them having some success possibly against you yeah I mean our you know Dallas's run defense has never been great it's still not great um so watching Debo especially last weekend playing the Rams like he, my fear is how well you know they can bounce the run outside because they don't you know from what I saw this, you know, this season with the 49ers, they don't run a lot inside, you know, a gap, B gap. It's more of just around the edge. So that's, that's my biggest fear. Um, you know, on offense, Garoppolo, I'm not too concerned about him out of all the quarterbacks we could have played, you know, for this first game, you know, he's one I least fear, but I think from an overall game plan that the Niners have, like I fear their entire game plan, on offense more than I would fear like, um, you know, the Cardinals or the Rams just because um, we kind of know exactly who they are, right? 49ers, we haven't played them in years, you know, so it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, on defense, Bosa, I mean, he's he's a bull. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be a very tough challenge for, for uh, you know, our, you know, our tackles to be able to, to manage him. So, yeah, you know, the run game is what I'm really fearing, you know. So hopefully hopefully we can – if we can just – if we can stop the run game, I would rather have the ball in Garoppolo's hands all day long because I don't think he can – I know our quarterback's better than him, right? Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think uh, that's definitely the key to y'all. If you can stop the run game, like you said, if Jimmy Garoppolo throws for 450, 500 yards, four touchdowns, and you tip your cap, right? You know, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it? right. Like, but, yeah, exactly. So I, I think, um, uh, you know, so yeah, I, I like I like Dallas in this game. You know, I'm I'm gonna pick, uh, you know, Dallas to win this. Um, I like them at home. I like how they're playing. Uh, I think they're in a good groove. I, I, I think it, it's going to – it's all on Dak's shoulders. I, I don't think Elliott 
this isn't going to be like, oh, you know, finally this is if he hasn't been Elliot all season, like we said, he, he's not going to be the that Elliot this game. So it's going to be on Dak, and you know, but I, I think he's going to come through. I think this defense is going to have moments. They're going to play well sometimes, and and sometimes you know I think uh, you know the Niners will get their their shot but you know i think it's funny just real quick for the niners uh if you remember two years ago they were in the super bowl with jimmy garoppolo and debo samuel and you know and pretty much were you know one like long third long third down away from winning that super bowl against the chiefs so uh and now it's kind of crazy how you know i say bad but how far backed off they've been since that super bowl but um still a team that i think could certainly make it interesting against Dallas but yeah what are your predictions for the game Kevin and and um you know who do you think who do you think is going to win this yeah I mean I I hope Dallas wins I they should win right. um if both teams play how they're supposed to play Dallas should win um you know so hopefully that is uh that's the case I I think it'd be I'm gonna say 27 21 Dallas. Okay. You know, I, I honestly have, to, well, you know what? <laughs> I'll say, gosh, I'll say 25 21. Cause I, I guarantee you our kicker's going to miss one or two. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that guy, like, get him <laughs> off the freaking field, man. Like, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know how he's even in the league anymore, but hey, <laughs> he's there. So I think we'll go for two on most occasions. Um, you know, I feel like that's, that's going to happen. Yeah. And I think that if it's if it's anything shorter than fourth and four, we're going for it inside, you know, inside field goal range because I just don't think anybody on that team trusts him right now. So yeah, I say I'll say twenty five, twenty one. I think I think it's close. Ah, I like that. I think it's I think that's a great prediction. I think it's going to be close too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was thinking like I was thinking like thirty four, twenty seven. Like I don't know. Yeah, thinking a bit higher scoring. I think. I just think that the Cowboys can put up some points. So I, I, I got Dallas here too. But, yeah, man, um, I, I bet you're excited. I, I hope uh, Dallas can win this. If Dallas and Tampa Bay win, well, I will be at that game next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for so, sure, man. I would love uh, to be there too. Yeah, that'll be a good one. Um, so, But first, let's just take care of business, both teams Sunday and Maybe both of our teams will see each other in the next week. But uh, hey, Kevin, I really appreciate you coming on and yeah. uh, talking about the you know this game. And like I said, I wish you the uh, best of luck. And uh, you know, try not to try not to stress too much come Sunday <laughs> or yeah, it's Sunday, Sunday afternoon. So yeah, I'll try not to. I appreciate you having me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we appreciate it, Kevin. And uh, you know, yeah. Good luck, Cowboys. <laughs> And then our final game of the weekend for the wild card weekend is the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, I love this matchup for the Chiefs. Just like anybody would say, it should be a walk, a cakewalk. Um, but I guess you never know. I The Chiefs are playing really well. You did notice last week, obviously Tyreek Hill gets injured. He'll be playing. But gets injured and without Tyreek Hill that Chiefs offense really to me struggled they did pull it out against Denver but Denver uh, were playing for much a lot of people injured yada 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 but Patrick Mahomes seems off without his guys right so he will have his guys there but you know if you can just even the Steelers 
double Travis Kelsey, double Tyree Kill, and you know get pressure on Mahomes, and who knows, you might walk away with a win. Uh, very, it'd be a crazy win for the Steelers. But let's just talk about the Steelers and and how they got even a chance to beat the Chiefs as. They were like the last team in the AFC that could have made the playoffs, and, and here they are. And Well, they had to win first of all. They had to go into Baltimore, which is not an easy place to play, and beat the Ravens in Baltimore and win that game, which went into overtime. And you know, Man, okay, so first they, they win, right? And then they had to root on Jacksonville, who was the worst team in the league. You know they got the first they got the first pick in the draft because they are the worst team and they had to beat the Indianapolis Colts who are hot you know they just beat the Bills they beat the Patriots you know they're winning a lot of really good games well like I said like everybody says any given Sunday right well Jacksonville kind of single-handedly destroyed the Colts on Sunday which was a shock so not only did they win, they got Jacksonville to win. Then they needed, at that point, they just needed um, to, like I said earlier in the podcast, the Raiders and the Chargers, just one of them win. And they're facing each other. So, right? And then, like I said earlier, that game went over time, almost went to a tie, which was crazy. But anyways, the Steelers are in. That's all that matters for them. And they have a shot, right? And they probably shouldn't win this game. The Chiefs are a lot better. Ben Roethlisberger, you know, this is going to be his possibly his final playoff game in his career. Um, no Juju Smith-Schuster, although I saw he went back to practice. I, he's not going to play. So they're going to have to rely on a stud star rookie and Najee Harris. Deontay Johnson, who's having a phenomenal year. But this defense is going to have to step up. They not the Steelers aren't going to be able to do anything if this defense cannot slow down Patrick Mahomes, and so well I'm also not the only guy who thinks that uh, this is a a tough game and they really shouldn't win this game. Just like I said earlier, Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers quarterback, even said that yeah we probably shouldn't win this game, uh, and I got the quote right here. He says yeah we've discussed it. But I think I would assume as a group you understand that we probably aren't supposed to be here. <laughs> we probably are not a very good football team. <laughs> yeah. Out of 14 teams that are in the playoffs right now, we're probably at number 14. We're double-digit underdogs in the playoffs. So let's just go play and have fun and see what happens. So, you know, your quarterback is pretty much saying, hey, listen, we, we don't really stand a shot. We're we're the uh, out of all the teams in the playoffs, we're the worst team, you know. But hey, let's just go see what happens, right? And I think that's exactly what you got to do if you are the Steelers, right? You you're not fooling anybody. You're not the better team, but you know what? Just be the better team for one game, right? That's all you need if you're a Steelers fan. If you're the Chiefs, just don't let that happen. Play you, Patrick Mahomes. Be Patrick Mahomes. And you guys shouldn't have a problem. I do worry about the defense. I still worry about the defense for the Chiefs. They haven't been good. They, eh, okay, you could say they've been a decent, a little bit better at the second half of the season, but uh, I still think they're going to struggle when they face good teams. And if the Steelers try to take advantage of that, you know, Roethlisberger, find your guys. Najee Harris, you know, run through them and we'll see what happens. I got the Chiefs here. Everybody probably has the Chiefs here, but, you know, who knows? I would like to see the Steelers. I'm not a huge Steelers guy, but. 
I also, I, I'm not a big Patrick Mahomes guy, just who I am. I'm not. And, you know, I kind of wouldn't mind the Steelers winning, but uh, it should still be a fun game. That's your Sunday night game. And, you know, we'll see what happens there. And, you know, uh, I'm excited, like I said, for all these games. You know, I just want to thank again Kevin for coming on and, you know, giving his thoughts on the Dallas game. And, um, you know, if you guys want to see more special guests, certainly let us know. I, you know, we uh, have enjoyed uh, all the guests we've had and, you know, especially Kevin, you know, appreciate it again there, bud. But, uh, you know, I'm excited. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Hope you guys enjoy the games. Hopefully your teams, if they're in, do well. Um, if not, I uh, hope you are happy with uh, where your draft picks are uh, if you aren't in the playoffs. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be rooting for the Patriots. Uh, I'll be at the Bucks game. Uh, I'm definitely going to be rooting them on big time. Uh, hopefully we can win that because, I, like I said, I'd love to go see uh, either Dallas, Rams, or Cardinals uh, possibly. And So I'm excited for all that. Um, so everybody, enjoy the weekend and enjoy the games and um yeah thanks guys